We are live. Hello. Welcome to another edition of FFS, our Friday Facebook sessions from Growth traffic um, and today we are joined by a very special guest um, today's session we are going to talk about finding your authentic self to become a thought leader which sounds like absolute utter wishy-washy bollocks um, but actually it's really important and we will explain why it is really important and why it matters and how you can do it but first up um, let's do our introduction so Steve what's your name and where do you come from I might be referencing old things, but blind date. I'm not on blind yeah. date. That's what it sounds like. I'm Steve. I'm, I'm from Sheffield. Hey. Hey. Um, yeah. I like that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Steve from Sheffield. Uh, do you want me to go into what I do? or Please do. Tell us what you do. Yeah. yeah. So, coaches that people go, I'm a coach. So, I don't switch off yet because I've got a lot of thoughts I want to share with you. Um, I work predominantly with people on mindset and confidence, but I also work with teams to kind of motivate and get the best out of them, focusing on people's strengths and basically just living a happier life because there's a lot of people out there who are far too miserable and demotivated about things. So I kind of want to put a stop to that if I can. So, yeah, that's me. Perfect. And you work with, with businesses, business owners, anybody? Yeah, like we just said off air, anyone that will listen to me, um, yeah, I will stand up and bang the drum because it's so important. And we've got a skeptic on the screen below in Hannah, who uh, is at the time. <laughs> I'm aware of that, but I think that's that's good. We need that. Um, healthy skepticism is what we need. But I'm a massive believer in growing people as well as growing businesses because people make up the world and if we're a bit nice to each other and we get on and we spend time with people that matter, we're going to be a bit happier. So I'm all for that. So important as well, though, isn't it? I mean, I know we're not here to talk generally about sort of mindset and things, but, you know, in business, especially in the current climate, it's really tough and it's really easy to sort of get into those negative thinking patterns and start thinking like, I'm failing, it's awful, you know, we're doing everything wrong, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And actually, it is just about having that sort of positive growth mindset and being a little yeah. bit more open, isn't it? It can make the world of difference, especially when you're feeling like... It's in a dialogue. Yeah, it's in a dialogue. And the reason I yeah. talk from a position of kind of expert is because I, I died on my arse in my 20s. I was an ex-professional footballer, ex-police officer, hated working for the police. Football kind of destroyed me mentally. So I was lacking identity. My inner chatter was, you're rubbish, you can't do this. And guess what? You don't do a lot. So mm. my journey, especially throughout my 30s, was kind of growing myself again. So that's why... I'm passionate because I know it works. I know you can turn your thing around. But the first and foremost, we need to be aware of what we're saying to ourselves. And a lot of people aren't. That inner dialogue that yeah. kind of just makes you scared to make mistakes, worried about yeah. judgment. And the world's full of that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I will we'll touch on this, no doubt, as we talk today, because it's all about that that authentic voice. And that authentic voice is that that real one that's inside you, isn't it? Not that yeah. negative one that that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. shit in your ear all the time. So, yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Um, Hannah, what's your name and where do you come from? Well, Rachel, my name's Hannah and I'm from Grow Traffic. Hey! Uh, also in Sheffield, and um, I just want to kind of touch on that, like what Steve was saying. And I'm not a skeptic; uh, I am um, obnoxious. That's why. <laughs> Hard work. I, I thought you were going to improve on things. You've actually made it worse. So, uh, yeah. But last night, it it was funny that you you know we talk about kind of mindset and business and stuff, and 
I said to my elders this morning, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And last night I was playing a, a netball match and I was shooter. And I always really struggle with it because the pressure is so enormous. Like the pressure is on you. If I miss every net I get, like we're going to lose by a long way. And we were the underdog and I missed a few nets and, you know, like let the team down a few times. And I got into my head and I could not get one in. And then the next time I got the ball, I said out loud, this is going in. And it did. And from then, like, I got like nine goals in 12 minutes and we won the match and like we were the proper underdog and it's just getting out your own head. And, and like, yeah, definitely. It, and it makes a big difference. It's most definitely um, minimising that distraction outside. And a lot of it comes from, if you were doing that in your back garden, you'd probably get nine out of 10. But yeah. you put a crowd there. What's Excuse the chance? Me, out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Obnoxious. Fair play. Yeah, there, there we yeah. go. There we um, go. Just looking up to it. Um, but yeah, essentially, that's what it was. I, were, I played in front of thousands of people at football and I used to step on a pitch and I told myself whether I was going to play bad or not. That's how kind of yeah. weak my mindset was. Sometimes I'd hear a, a comment. Sorry, screen just went off then. Um, let's come back on. <laughs> I'd hear a comment and I'd just take that in. So, again, it's about yeah. building resilience. It's so important we're resilient and we actually like ourselves and kind of have yeah. enough in, as you said, I'm allowed to swear, that says kind of, fuck you, I'm good enough. We yeah. need yeah. that. We definitely need business, that. Absolutely, because in business, like, you sit with other people that are, um, you know, trying to give across the idea of success and it's it might be true and it might not be true, but it doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Uh, what you need to do is, like you say, be resilient because like Nikki, our friend Nikki always says, it's it being in business is hard more than it's good. And like, but those good, those good bits are amazing. And you've yeah. got to kind of be, be resilient and have the self-belief that you can do it yeah. and, and kind of not self-limit. Mm. Yeah, massively. It's also what um, you measure success against, isn't it? I mean, like yeah. those sorts of sayings, my riding instructor always used to say, if you look at the floor, you'll end up on the floor. Yeah. And it's the same thing, isn't it? What you think you will become. And, you know, but we, um, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There's the perimenopausal brain. There we are. Brilliant. Are we five minutes in and it's already getting me? (laughs) Anyway, right. Moving on. Let's move on. So first things first, we are going to talk about finding your authentic voice to become a thought leader. So before we go any further with our top five tips, what I really want to do is just do a little bit of a definition of what we mean by those two terms. So first of all, either of you, open question, what is a thought leader and why does it matter? A thought leader. I going to go. Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> a thought leader is somebody who um, kind of, I don't want to say the word thought, who um, <laughs> brings around change or influences uh, progression in a specific sector. Mm-hmm. It's leading the conversation, isn't it? It's being yeah. the person rather than being the person that follows the conversation yeah. and is always just, you know, oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, that's great. Oh yeah, I'll take that on board. It's being that person that is saying, well, look, why don't we talk about this? Or have you seen this happening in our industry? I think that's going to lead to that. And it's being the one leading that conversation puts you at the front of the pack. Why does that matter, Steve? Well, First and foremost, I'll actually strip it back just a tad because it's important to link it in with mindset. So the people that are doing these things are the people that are facing the fears. They're not particularly bothered about judgment. They know who they are. They know what they're doing and they know why they want to do it. 
And 99% of other people, which used to be me as well, would sit there waiting to know, oh, is it cool to do that? Or is it okay to do that? And then people follow. So to be a leader, you need to have that self-worth. You need to have that trust. And you need to put yourself out there. It's a world that's full of comparison from Mm. shitty filters on social media, with little tweety birds going around your heads and all these different filters to, I'll use coaches for an example, heavily saturated market, ungoverned to a point of insanity where someone can say, I'm a coach. It's complete rubbish. You know, look into who you are, what the life is, what experience they've got. I'm more than happy to go through it with people and and prove why I can help people. But it's really ungoverned. So the main thing is when you're looking at social media, be inspired by others. This is something I say quite a bit. Be inspired, but don't compare. Be inspired by other people and what they're doing, but still walk your own path. Because if you look too much to your left and your right, you're going to gravitate there thinking that's the right way. So I think it's having that bravery in yourself and it does link in really nicely to your whys and that which we're going to go on to. Know your why because you will authentically go after that with determination and courage because you really believe in it. If yeah. you're uncertain with that, you often look around for someone to tell you what to do. So I think it's that clarity within yourself that's important. It's also, it's really compelling, isn't it? If you think about the people that we look up to, whether that's, you know, celebrities or famous people or people that we look up to that we know in our own sort of personal or business networks, those people that have that self-confidence to walk their own path unashamedly and say, I don't care what everybody else is doing over there in the industry. I'm doing this. This is my path and this is what I believe in and all the rest of it you naturally are the one that then comes out in front, but then other people look up to you and they admire that and they want to be involved in that. And so by becoming that thought leader, you're the one at the front that people are looking to. So if somebody's going, oh, I need somebody who knows about SEO, they're going to go, right, you know, here, if someone's going, I need somebody who knows about about mindset, Steve, uh, you know, he's always there. He's always got an opinion. He's always talking about it. He's so passionate. Never fucking shuts up. He never shuts up. Yeah, he never shuts up. That's who I want to go to. That's Obnoxious. Obnoxious. There we go. There we go. I think you're right as well. And I think, like, the reason that it's important to be authentic in that as well is because the right people will gravitate to you because you can't be everybody's cup of tea. No. And in in business, you need to accept that because, like, if you sell to the right people, you'll have a much more successful relationship with them for them and you. And I think if you're authentic in that and and you've got the kind of self-confidence to not just follow the pack, I suppose, then um, then the right people will come to you. And also it helps you differentiate yourself in the market. So if you are in a really saturated market, then kind of becoming a thought leader and doing something a little bit different and having the self-confidence to stand up and say, actually, do you know what? You guys are all doing this, but I'm going to go and do this. Yeah, That helps you um, kind of grow your business, win more business. Yeah, and also we talk about social. I mean, we, social media is kind of the the main thrust we're talking about today in terms of how you are a thought leader, where you display those skills. But you know, you're very easily going to get found out because you can you can put on a front and you know be a, a certain persona or whatever on social media. Of course, you can. But then as soon as somebody actually starts working with you, they're going to very quickly see through yeah. that. So you, yeah. you know, th- there's no way that you can carry this facade on. You are going to get found out, and if you're not authentic and true to yourself you know then all of that it it could take three four five years for example particularly if you're in an industry like a mortgage advisor where somebody's only going to use you once or twice in their lifetime you know if you've 
taken three, four, five years to nurture that lead and presented a certain perspective. And then they meet you and they find out you're actually nothing like that. That's it. That's blown. That trust yeah. is gone and you yeah. can't get that back. So it's that's why it's so important for that authenticity. I'm, uh, that probably links in nicely to my approach, which I'll probably come on to a little bit more. I'm very unsalesy. Some people should would say you don't sell enough. I don't even say what I do. What I'm doing is I'm consistently putting a message out there, what I wholeheartedly believe in. And I'm playing the long game because I don't think you can, like we've had a conversation, Rachel, I've met Hannah before, but I haven't met you. We get on great. We have a laugh, but we haven't built up that trust yet because it's easy to have banter over 20 minutes and then log off. That takes time. So I'm willing to put in that work at the expense of money to know that I'm doing things right and I'm doing things I believe in. Um, And it's very much from my, my point of view, it's easy to go and write a book, then read a book and go, oh, you need to read that book. It's amazing. Why not go off your own experiences? You're entitled to your opinion as much as anyone else. So mm-hmm. while I will be inspired off other people, I've read some amazing books that have massively shaped how I built myself from within. I'm thankful for that. But what I'll always do is think, well, what's my spin on that? What would I add to it? What would I take away? And I think that's important. Be inspired mm-hmm. by others, but don't put them on this pedestal that's unattainable. Because they yeah. have to start somewhere. They have and I to think everybody somewhere. has that, don't you? Every We all read an article or a book or something and we think we have an opinion about it. We either think that's brilliant, that's really good, or, well, I believe that bit, but actually I disagree on that bit because my yeah. lived experience is different. And we say that to ourselves, but rarely do we then have the confidence to go, actually, do you know what I'm going to put? I'm going to put some money behind this. I'm going to post that on LinkedIn and yeah. say, this is mm. this is my opinion. And again, it, that comes back to self-confidence. I'm going to move us on because we haven't even, we've been talking for 13 minutes. We haven't even got to the, the points it's yet. It's what so. I do. <laughs> it is what, yeah. I mean, we, we're half an hour is always ambitious. <laughs> yeah. um, right. So point number one, how to find your authentic self. It, first up is understand your why. And this sounds really obvious, but to get to the heart of who you are and what you do, You've got to understand your why. What do we mean by this, Steve? So your why can be quite complex in terms of, if someone said to you, what is your why? And you're like, you panic a little bit. I used to panic because I didn't have it nailed down. And you think you've got to give this really articulate, eloquent, well thought out answer. So what I tend to do, I think about what's most important to me in life, what brings me the most joy and what do I get the most pleasure out of doing, which has molded what I do. So a lot of a good way of thinking if someone you've got you know you're 90 year old you're on your deathbed and you look back at life what do you want to see what do you want to see what impact have you made what legacy have you left what have you done so for me connections the most important thing in life i would chat like this all day and not get paid it's not the best business model admittedly but i've not eaten since tuesday but i've had some yeah. good chat <laughs> But I would because this means I love a lot to me and smiles on faces, connecting is the most important thing. So that's my why. My why isn't coaching. My why isn't disc training. My why isn't team building at work. My why is connecting positively with others. So that's how I come to it. So it's thinking about, it's knowing what your values are. That's another thing that people don't necessarily name that easily. It can feel a little bit clunky, but as a way for anyone listening, it's kind of, think about what you enjoy and what's important to you. That's a starting point. Don't overthink the words and don't get lost in the words is what I'm saying. 
it also doesn't have to be um, deep and meaningful, does it? People no. say like, oh, you know, my, my why is because I want to change the world. It doesn't have to be that. One of my whys was that I wanted to be at home when my son got home from school. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was as simple as that. So I wanted something yeah. that could work around that. I wanted yeah. some flexibility. So your why is is so personal, but it can be little things. It can be I want to be able to walk the dog at lunchtime. You know, <clears throat> I want to be able to go to university in 10 years time. It can be as big or as little as you like but once you know what those whys are why you are doing what you're doing yeah. that then gives you that that sort of connection doesn't it to it but again just just connection. just to add a little bit with that you were saying it's not a big thing but in my opinion that's the biggest thing you said mm. you want to be there when your son gets in from school that is putting your value and your why on family and love and relationships mm. so it goes yeah. under that so it's kind of digging underneath what your initial answer is and there's always the reason kind of <laughs> just hanging about beneath it. Mm. I was going to say, like, I would dig down from that. So, you know, like, you want to walk the dog. Well, why Why is that? Like, keep asking yeah. why until you get to the absolute nub of it. Because, you know, like, your son isn't always going to come home from school and be happy to see you. He'll come home and he'll... Oh, he never comes home and he's happy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you can't hang your why off other people. And you no. also can't hang it off money. So, like, I want to be rich is never a good why, because, like, when have you got enough? Like, why do you want to be rich? Yeah. So I think, like, and everybody's why is usually rooted in, like, their kind of upbringing, their family, their background, their experiences. And, um, you know, I, I do this because I want to um, have a really stable, secure, loving home for the kids. And that means, like you know, money and me being here, it's not, for the, you know, when the kids get home, it's not the kids and the money, it's what that represents. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a really good point, isn't it? Keep keep asking why, all right, that's my why, that's ask it, it again. Why? So if I give you a tip for that then, Rachel, something I've done before, and I've actually done it with a client, I thought they were going to headbutt me once, because it is a bit laborious. When I asked them a question, they gave me an answer, and the, the tip is you ask why another five times, so you can see yeah. why they probably wanted to punch me. But yeah. I tell you what, it's amazing by you get to the, the fourth or fifth time, the depth of what answer you're providing and you get into mm. the real answer then. Because we've got something surface level that we'll chuck out. Oh, I just want to see my son. Why? Because of this. Why? And mm. before you know it, you're kind of like, oh, shit, yeah, there's a lot of depth there. So that's yeah. a good technique. Ask yourself why five times. Yeah, like like a toddler that's asking you yeah. why. Yeah, 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 pretty much. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so tip number one, understand your why. Yeah. Tip number two understand what you do again this sounds like another obvious thing um you know well i know what i do i do da, da, da. what we mean is what do you really do so you know what are you actually offering what services are you providing steve why does this matter liz has just said it's like the why train yeah it is the why train yeah it links massively on to that again we need a depth what we do is we as human beings, we deal on a very surface level. We will say the simple things, but we don't dig down a bit. And the important thing is to think why. It would be really easy for me, like I said before, to say, I am a coach and I am that. That's not my why and that's not what I do. That isn't what I do. I don't coach. Coaching is the platform that allows me to do what I do, if that makes sense. So it's about thinking why you do what you do. So understand what I do, positively impact others, make them happier, make them more content, grow the confidence and get them living life how they want to live. That's what I do. So it helps how you package things up. We need to know what problem we want to solve. I think yeah. we might come on to that, but we need to be clear on that. 
But also, we don't want to paint a picture of this is the process. No one wants to know the process. They want to know the outcome. They want to know they're going to feel happier. They, they want to know they're going to increase in confidence. They want to know all these things. I recently worked with someone, she marked herself a three out of 10 on confidence. And after a three month thing, she marked herself between a seven and an eight. It was amazing. It's like a yeah. different person. It works, but there's no good me saying, we're going to go through this and we'll go through this model and we'll talk about, people don't give a shit. They want to know what impact you're going to have. So I would say have clarity on what the outcomes are and make sure you're aware of that. I think that's so important as well if you're a service, if you're in a service industry, um, because there's no kind of physical product that people yeah, can get yeah. hold of. You've got to be able to kind of demonstrate. Like people don't give a shit how we're going to optimize their websites. They want the outcome. That's the important thing, and they want to see progress. So I think, like, yeah, it's such a good point <laughs> to think about what it is that you're actually offering. Um, yeah, because yeah. if you want to become a thought leader in that, if you keep that in your mind, like we grow businesses, if you keep that in your mind, then you won't just think, right, we do SEO, we do coaching. You'll think we grow businesses, we help people. So you will find new routes into that and and thus help you become a thought leader. And, yeah. and what's your pain points? What are your pain yeah. points? We're coming to pain points in a minute. But yeah, understand. So it's understand <laughs> your why, understand what you do, because if you understand what you do, you will be able to package that and you will understand what sphere you operate in. So think yeah. about it, say the outcomes, the end return. Sell your outcome. That, is, exactly. that needs your focus. Sell your that outcome, not how you're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. And then so point number three understand specifically how you help people so slightly different to what you actually do yeah how are you helping people what pain points are you solving for them what what solutions are you offering them why does this matter steve go on pain so points. again it's it's probably similar to what i think it was hannah maybe touched on you can you can you'll find out a blagger if people are full of shit you, you're going to be found out in time so this again this probably screams more about the process for me so you've painted this big picture but you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? And like, for me, it's an understanding that building from within behaviors, habits, how you talk to yourself, all these things, clear direction. That is how I do it. I build on that and I do that. So I suppose it's having a knowledge of how you are going to do that. But again, industry specifics different for me. I am very much bespoke. I didn't do any prep to come on here because I want to have a, an honest conversation with you and just talk in real time. And that's how I work with people. What's yeah. right for Rachel might not be right for Hannah and vice versa. So it's important we deal with what the customer wants. And I suppose that even that's even applicable to to your industry and in knowing what, what they want and what they want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, um, sorry, we've got a lag. I think <laughs> um, as well, like if you're thinking about thought leadership and kind of pioneering in your field, it's really important because if you know what problems you're solving, you know, like you can come at them in a more creative way. Like it's always the kind of the journey to problem solving that's exciting, not the actual solution. But you need to know what problem you're, you're solving and that helps you kind of uh, research and develop ideas and thoughts and concepts and new routes to market that will benefit your business and benefit your customers. 
Yeah, I mean, there's two sort of main strands here. When we're talking about being that thought leader, like I say, social media is one of the main places that you're going to do that. But your sales process is one of the other main places that this is going to happen. And, uh, you know, again, quite obvious. It sounds obvious until someone says it. You think, oh, God, yeah. You know, if you don't know what problems you are solving for people, how are you going to arrive at the conversations that you need to be having? So you need to be thinking because, yes, we could all spend all 24 hours a day on social media. We could spend we could have six hour sales meetings and talk to people about everything that, that we it, you can't it's not practical you've got to narrow it down you've got to focus in on what are you actually offering to people how are you going to help them and then that will inform those conversations that you're going to have whether it's which articles you're posting on social media or what you're writing about in your blog or what you're talking about in your sales meetings you need to understand uh, so you know let's summarize again you need to understand why why do you do what you do you need to understand how do you actually actually help people and you need to understand uh, sorry you need to understand what you do and you need to understand how you actually help people what yeah. pain points are you solving so that leads us on to point four so now understand your target audience so yeah. this is all about who do you actually need to speak to who do you need to speak to and where are those people because that's really important as well particularly if we're talking about social media so how do you figure out who are you talking to and where are those people steve yeah, I mean, my my kind of client avatars changed since I started because the concept of what I basically it's too vast to say I want to work with everyone. I do kind of want to work with everyone, but you need to target in the right way. We've all got a mind, and it's either our friend or our biggest kind of destructive thing we've got. I've seen it. I've been there, so that's been quite a testy one for me in terms of how do I approach this. I think the key for me, going back a few notches, where we spoke about consistency and putting the message out there in the right way at the right time and speaking to people, that's that's key for me. It's about building reputation, building trust. And if it resonates with people, having that avenue for them to get in touch with you, like I do, whether it's a website, social media. So for me, it is quite a broad spectrum. You know, I can approach companies, but I'm trying to do it in a much more organic way where I make contacts and I may kind of liaise with people and collaborate with people really as I grow my own brand so for me it is about just putting yourself out there and be visual there's something on a tip that I'll come about with later what links in nicer with this actually where it is about getting out there working to your strengths that's really really important what are your strengths maximize them don't get don't get caught up in the little shitty things you don't enjoy what are you good at go out and do that and I I kind of try and get as many face-to-face meetings as possible because I'm sure there's going to be some decent banter coming back now. I'd like to think my personality is a strong point <laughs> and I build relationships and collaborate and, and get on well with people. So I surely want to go out and show that in order mm. to get more business. There was a really great um, thing I saw on social media. I think it was on LinkedIn recently, and it was about um, get, talking about customer avatars, buyer personas, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, if you just say that you want to speak to a man, a uh, male of a certain age, and that there was two of them, and they were like, the, you know, both 64 or whatever, both from the home counties, both educated privately, you know, both live in a castle. One of them was Ozzy Osbourne and one of them was Prince Charles. So they were right. saying, if you're just going to, you know, narrow down down your buyer personas via these really broad terms it's not enough it's not going to get you anywhere and yeah like you said before you know just saying i want to work with everyone well you don't do you you want to work with people who want to grow who are ready to go on that journey of sort of working on themselves and self-discovery and who want to improve blah blah blah. so sometimes it's less about defining your audience and, and who your target audience is by 
do these broad demographics and it's more about their their feelings and their wishes and what Massive point are they work. at in their life yeah the pain points like we've already discussed what keeps you awake at night for me it's people feeling a bit stressed anxious unfulfilled demotivated unhappy uh lacking self-belief you know they're the pain points and they're my target audience um, yeah. so what can i do for them so yeah it's taking into account what are your pain points and then painting that nice glossy picture of but you can have this if you yeah. want it yeah yeah hannah and yeah just to kind of reiterate that like once you understand kind of what you're doing why you're doing it then then you can start to narrow that down but you can't like just we've all we've kind of said like you know you can't talk to everybody and if you're gonna um especially on social media you can get lost in the void you need to find your tribe you need to find your people and that means being brave enough to narrow down your target audience you don't have to forever more market to that that group of people you can expand it out or switch it around you know in the fullness of time but like it, it is a kind of brave step just to go right I'm going to focus on these lot um, and I think if we're thinking about that in social media terms as well, you know, social media is a brutal place. And, you know, you're, there's always going to be haters. There's always going to be people that don't agree with you. You're always going to get those people. Hate. Haters going to hate. You know, you're always going to get those comments that, that are like, oh, a bit negative. Blah, blah, blah. They are not your target audience. They no. are not. The, they are. And in fact, they are helping you because they are commenting on your posts and, and increasing your engagement. So even if they don't like you, they're still helping you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, don't worry about those people. You said it before. You know, if you are your true, authentic self, you will attract the people that that like you, that want to work with you, that appreciate what you're doing. So just focus on doing that, and don't focus on trying to please everybody, trying to convert people to your your way of thinking. Leave those. There, there will be somebody for those people. Let them find their tribe. You keep going and do your thing. Fish is off. Yeah. Okay. Right. So tip number one, understand your why. Tip number two, understand what you do. Like really, what do you do? Number three, understand how you help people. What pain points are you solving? Number four, understand who your target audience is. Who do you want to talk to? Who do you not want to talk to? And why do you want to talk to those people? And then finally, it's sort of the culmination of, of all of those things, basically understand then your tone of voice and your messaging so essentially you're going to bring all of those things together that we've already talked about and figure out this is where you find your authentic self and be true to yourself and it is about the the tone of voice that you use the style you know I use a lot of emojis when I'm writing stuff you know I'm, I'm quite sort of sarcastic and a little bit deadpan and things you know do you use a certain style of photographs Liz has already said that you know using photography to show the people within the business and stuff what what is your messaging what things are you talking about so so that tone of voice thing comes in a, a lot of different ways but it's about narrowing it down distilling it down to find your thing so how do you do this Steve? So for me, it all comes down to my personality. That's my thing. That's how I sell it because it fits in nice with everything we've said about authenticity. If I'm going to act in a certain way, so say I was very demure and quiet and really polite, and then you get in a one-to-one coaching session, I'm like, I'm all motivation. I'm all want to inspire, want to engage and want that. People will be like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. So it's important to be yourself. That's If I liken it to your company, I love the fact that, you're fun and you have banter that appeals to me so again it's appealing to the people that you want to appeal to in terms of who you are so I don't necessarily want to work with people that would rather have a very corporate slow calm 
you know, I've got the ability to be calm, don't get me wrong, but that really, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't see those people's threats. That's important. Again, walk yeah. your own path, be yourself. Yeah. If someone would rather work with them, great. There's enough work for there's us all. There's enough of them that exactly. Yeah. yeah that's it. There's so, some I would rather collaborate with people or saying I've done it before. Oh, they, they'd be decent for you. They're quite, you know, I'm mm. willing for that because I do think if you put good stuff out there, it's likely to come back to you. So I like to think I'm a kind person. I will help other people out, other coaches, even though I'm relatively new myself. I think that's what it's about. And just be honest. I'm completely honest with myself. A lot of coaches don't necessarily want to be vulnerable. They want to, I wouldn't say coach out a manual, but be very professional. I'm professional, but vulnerability is a strength in my opinion. So I will say the reason I work is because I've done it. And I hated how I felt. I hated not liking myself. I hated not liking what I saw in the mirror. I hated all these things. So we need to focus on that. So that's where my passion comes and from. And that's so, a that's a key point of that. Yeah. That's that sort of embodies that authenticity, isn't it? Yeah. Because you, you're not just doing it because you you've learned it from a manual. You're doing it because you've done this journey yeah. yourself. So when you work with people, you can see you, you can see sort of what's what steps they're at, but also you can empathize because you've been massively in so important. And they can open up to you like you. The very first mm. time I met you, you kind of you know, said what you've said in this, which is I was in a really bad place. You know, I'd, I've worked on it myself and, and you know, my mind was my own worst enemy. Like you, you're really open with that and that encourages other people to be open with yeah. you as well. And that's your kind of brand, your tone of voice. You are your brand. Yeah. And, it, and it does come across as super authentic. Yeah. Like whether you're in a networking meeting or like we're having a coffee or whatever, yeah. um, you know, you're the same, you're consistent. And, and that's, that's important, important for me. So that's yeah. why I spent a couple of year plan because I have complete confidence in myself and my abilities and the way I'm doing things is slowly but surely building a reputation. I don't yeah. want to change the world, but that confidence though that's absolutely I mean we're back to this you know be your authentic self because yeah. if, if you are true to yourself and if you are you know living your own truth and whatever they say you know that's when that confidence why did you do that with your hands then yeah, that, no, no, yeah, yeah. that mean it's a load of shit yeah there's that meme that's like be yourself because everybody else is taken you know it's a, yeah. it sounds trite doesn't it but you know it, it, it's kind of I was sort of doing it in, in quotes but you, that's when the self-confidence comes because if you are trying to be something you're not if you are acting you're never going to fully play that pull that I off think People something are I'd add what I've learned you. as well is the reason it feels a bit messy and I'm on board with you I don't like saying your authentic self it's not terminology I like you can tell someone what you are. I'm about showing people what I am. So it's nice that Hannah said, well, when I met Steve, whether in a coffee house or a networking event, it was the same. That's a compliment for me because I am being authentic. I, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't want to put an update on saying, hello, just let you know I'm a really authentic coach. That, that follows. It, it, but some people were, it's not about the terminology. It's about behaviors for me. That's what yeah. it's about people buy into that and that's kind of where I come from mm. and I mean we're like with grow traffic yeah. as well we've we've um we've had situations where we've stopped working with uh, other agencies or certain oh, clients yeah. because they've wanted you know a slick somebody you know they, they, they want the, the all the fancy and they want you to show yeah. up in a suit and they want you to have really professional you know and like you said before we're not not professional we're just not some and that's a misconception from other people. I'm yeah. sure people might word me like that. Oh, they might want someone a bit more professional. 
I am as probably articulate as professional as what anyone can be out there. I just do it in a real way that I think is important. Your way. And, and, and I, this is it. If they want yeah. somebody professional, if they want yeah. somebody slick, there are coaches out there that will do There are SEO agencies out there yeah, that will, massively that will agree. be that. And if you're going to judge the quality of the work on how, on like what the person's wearing or like how they present themselves, then I don't, don't really want to. Yeah, ask new merchandise. This is not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm conscious that time is marching on. Time is marching, uh, time is marching on. Liz, Liz commented it before, so I am going to move us on. But yeah, I mean, uh, some great points covered. I'm, I'm going to come to each of you in a minute for your kind of final thoughts and top tips. But just to recap, so number one, how to how to find your authentic self so you are can become a thought leader in your industry. Number one, understand your why. Why do you do what you do? Why are you passionate? about it number two what do you do what do you actually do not not what's your job title like what do you actually do number three how do you use that to help people so what pain points are you solving what solutions are you offering to people number four understand who you help who is your target audience what where are they you know who are they what are they and where are they is really important and then all from all of that tip number five then get your tone of voice get your messaging get your authentic authentic self uh pull it all together and be true to yourself um steve final thoughts top tips from you please top tip for me it always comes down to i'm a big believer i'll never stop banging the drum build from within know who you are know your strengths because if you're going out there trying to be someone else, you're going to get found out. So if you're not aware of your strengths, find out what your strengths are. Something I ask myself every day. It's a question I heard on a podcast. I don't know if it was Diary of a CEO or something. And someone said, I ask myself, what comes easy to me? That's it. Simple question. Ask yourself that every morning. Work to your strength. Don't focus on, yeah, there might be things we want to improve, but that gets too much of our attention. Oh, yeah, but I'm not very good at that bollocks to that what are you good at go and what smash that yeah so focus point. on your strengths work to them that's my biggest yeah. tip for everyone Brilliant. that's a Thank really you. good point yeah I do think like we all berate ourselves too much for not being like I berate myself for not being good enough at ringing up and cold calling and not being good enough at managing the finances and blah blah yeah. but like actually there are things that I do really well and maybe we should I should focus on that more well, I mean Hannah without going into a, a, a you know a coaching session for you but you said yesterday like you feel really guilty if you're not working a set number of hours a day because you think everybody else is and that is absolutely yeah. that's comparing yourself to everyone else I was like if you've got your, your work done like just sit down relax go walk the dog you know do something else but but that's again you're always focusing on other people and, and they're they're all narratives people. they're probably yeah. narratives that were built in what is it to be yeah. productive yes. I'm sick of hearing people say I need to be productive I'm yeah. being productive and I'm laying on the sofa watching Wimbledon in half an hour because I yeah. need that rest I need to kind of defog my brain then I go again I, I look out the window to think. And so people are always saying to me, why are you staring out the window? Why are you listening? Listen to me. Look at me when I'm talking. I'm like, I am, I'm thinking. I just, that's how I do it. Yeah. I look out the window when, I, when I'm most engaged, I look really fucking irritated. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like this, like thinking. But yeah, it gets me in bother. Um, yeah, Hannah, top so tip. My, final, my top tip is um, like, um get a lead get a grip on that inner voice whether you want to call it your chimp your lizard brain whatever it is you, you know your, your internal rhetoric whatever it is you want to call it 
it's not or it doesn't always speak the truth and you don't have to listen to it and like you can first thing is to recognize when it's talking instead of you and the second thing is to get to the point where you can acknowledge it and say great but feel free to shut the fuck up and then the next point is, is like the next step is where you can start counteracting that. So, you know, actively saying the opposite of what it's saying. And I think just just like learning how to recognize it and accepting that it doesn't speak the truth, that like what your inner voice is saying is not gospel, is not going to happen. Then that that's a, that was a massive kind of step forward for me. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And my top tip would be that there is absolutely nothing so appealing as as, as self-confidence, as, as you know, if we think about the people who we gravitate towards at, at networking meetings or at school or wherever, it's the people that have self-confidence and believe in themselves and are, are true to themselves. So if you can be that person, that you will become the thought leader, you will become the person that people want to deal with. And if you don't feel it now, fake it till you make it. And I was going to say, like, my daughter starts high school next week. My husband started a new job. And I've said to both of them this, because I'm quite a self-confident person. And I've said to both of them this week, I don't care how you feel inside. You put your chin up, you put your chest mm-hmm. out, your shoulders back, and you walk in and you pretend that you're confident. And eventually you will start to feel it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you, you make your own truth, don't you? I don't yeah. want to waste time because it is a hot. I could go on for age on that. Your monkey brain and your human brain. Yeah. It's something I work with a lot. And also perspective. How can we view anxiety and how can we view nerves? I view it as a necessity. It shows I'm moving forward rather than something to So think of your perspective of that. If we can shift our perspective, you'll be surprised how far you go and you'll just keep plowing on. Mm, brilliant yeah we, we've we gone way over time we thought we would but to be fair we've only gone 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Over time. yeah and i thought we'd probably go like 20 minutes over time so we, we've done well um steve thank you so much for coming on today yeah, this conversation me. genuinely could continue for another hour so um i think we will have you back on and we'll cover another subject in the future but much, much i'll check i'll it. check my diary yeah, your diary, yeah. Yeah, your diary. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you very much to everybody who has watched this live and for your comments. It's been really lovely. I have been reading them, so thank you. If you are watching this back as a recording and you would like to ask us a question, please still do ask it because we do keep uh, a, che- a check on the chat, so we will answer you. Um, we're all going to go put our uh, contact details in there, so please feel free to email either Steve or Grow Traffic if you have a specific question. If you are listening to this as a podcast please subscribe because it really helps us and if you are watching it on youtube uh, subscribe below guys and uh, like and comment and all that malarkey that's it we're all off for the weekend we're all living at large in sheffield this weekend aren't we yay yeah. we are yeah, we're off yeah. to the speakeasy yeah absolutely so have a oh, lovely weekend and one. thank you brilliant Bye. wave, wave, wave. 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 wave.